0: You're a monster. Whoa. Watching some college football today. Man, I hope I watch a game this weekend that was like that Texas-Alabama game. That's, I mean, dude, I, I still don't know if we want to argue if Quinn Ewers was actually in that game with Alabama have won? Hudson card. If he wouldn't have got his leg hurt, would he have been able to play better, been more accurate? All I am saying is unranked Texas came to play against Alabama. And man, if I was in charge of some rankings, Alabama would not be the number one seed next week. That is for sure. But welcome in everybody to another episode of The Football Monsters Podcast with your host, Caleb. So excited for you to join us. And yeah, I know we're not really talking college football today, but you know what? I watched some college football today, and it was just beautiful. And so I wanted to talk about it just a little bit. But what we really want to discuss today is we got some start sits for you guys. So just wanted to... Jump on, give you guys a quick little heads up on some guys that you might want to play this weekend or you might want to avoid. Um, For most of it, it is week one, so I'm really trying to kind of nitpick more on that flex, maybe, you know, that wide receiver two spots. Um, Most of those number ones that you kind of chose this week should be playing he should be starting either way. Um, not to mention, we did get to watch some football on Thursday, and that was super exciting. I will have to say, the Rams looked like crap. Yeah, that's, uh, basically, that's basically all I have to say about that. They looked terrible. Uh, you know, the whole Matthew Stafford shoulder thing, we don't really know. He looked uncomfortable to me. Some of the passes that he was just, Airmailing like crazy. Uh, what happened to uh, where the heck was Allen Robinson? They had two targets, one res- one reception on the day that had to have come in the fourth quarter. Like n- he was non-existent on that team. He didn't look like a number two. I don't know if it was just he was confused, if they just weren't targeting. I don't know what I don't know what was going on, but that was trash. And then not to mention. I mean, Cam Akers, man, everybody thought Cam Akers was going to be the lead back. Barely saw touches. Wasn't even efficient when he was in. So that was disappointing to see. Just everything about that team, the defense. Let's look at it this way The defense of the Rams, you guys made, and I put this out on Twitter, guys. So you can always follow at the Monsters FB uh, to see some of the funness that we put out there. But we put out on Twitter, we're like, Your defense must be really bad when at one point I go, huh, maybe Devin Singletary wasn't as bad as I thought this year. And why did I think that? Because he ran like nine times for like 50 yards. He was ridiculously efficient because that offensive line by Buffalo looked great. And the defensive line and the linebacking core of the Rams were awful. Raheem Morris has a lot of work to do. Um, I'm not sure what he's going to do, but he's got a lot to work to do because that that run game looked very good by Buffalo. And I don't know if it's because they're better this year. Like that run, I mean, it's still Zach Moss. It's still Devin Singletary. So are they all of a sudden that much better this year or do the Rams just really suck? And if the Rams really suck, man, if you guys are Rams fans, I am sorry, but you have... You, you need to start worrying now because the Bills definitely were Super Bowl contenders this year. They're, you know, they're my choice to go and win the Super Bowl this year. I love that whole entire team and it's not even 100% healthy yet. But man, dude, Rams just do not look, they did not look good in that Thursday night game. Hopefully we got some better matchups, which I know we do. We talked about that earlier this week. But that is what we're not here for. We are not here to complain about how bad the Rams have been hung over by the Super Bowl win last year. And if maybe, you know, Sean McVay and Aaron Donald should have retired instead after what they produced on Thursday. Uh, But we are here to talk about some starts and some sets. So let's start with some sets. Again, guys, what I said earlier... Just looking at that flex spot for you, maybe that number two spot. So I'm not really going to be jumping in with any of those top end guys, like, oh, don't play Justin Jefferson this week. Don't play Jamar Chase. Those guys you should be playing most weeks if I mean literally sit them on their buy and that's it. Like you should never not play those guys um, unless you something crazy happens. But we're really gonna kind of focus on that, those. Back in wide receiver twos, wide re- early wide receiver threes, even some wide receiver fours playing in that flex spot. So, some guys that I would like you to sit this week, and it really it's matchup based for me. Um, a lot of it when you're looking at that Bears San Francisco game, sit Darnell Mooney, sit Cole Komet. These guys, their their matchups. The linebacking core for for uh, San Francisco is very good. Uh, you know. The, the, the corners for San Francisco, very good. I do not think Darnell Mooney will be able to... Again, there's not much else there. So I don't think Darnell Mooney is really going to have the game that you're expecting in week one. This is a really tough matchup for a Bears team that's trying to kind of rebuild here. It's a very, very tough matchup. Uh, Justin Fields will not not have a good game. And therefore, John Mooney will not have a good game. Neither will Cole Komet. Um, I know I've been talking about him a lot this offseason because I really like the where you could get him in drafts. And I like the shape of the team. I just do not like this week one matchup. And that's Brandon Cooks. I love Brandon Cooks this season. I do not like this matchup against Indianapolis. Uh, look, again, just another really solid defense. And now they have an offense that will be able to also offset how good that defense is. That offense is going to take a lot of time on the field. It's just not going to be a great matchup for Brandon cooks this week. I would definitely sit him another one, Jalen Waddle. I'm not a really a fan of Tyree kill either this week, um, but I would still rather play Tyree kill this week against new England than Jalen Waddle. Um, I just, I really think that Tyreek Hill's speed and his creativity will definitely be more of a factor in this game. I think they're going to try, you know, in week one, really highlight Tyreek Hill um, in this offense. And so I think with that being said, um, Jalen Waddell, who I think will most likely be the better wide receiver this season, um, potentially, uh, will will kind of be more missed, and I and I really think Bill Belichick does a really good job of taking away, you know, your, your talented your talented players, um, but I think Jalen Waddles, who they're, they're going to target more. Um, I'm not playing Adam Thielen this week either. Adam Thielen is not a guy that I want to play this week against Green Bay, and again, matchup based. I don't really know about Green Bay's offense, but Green Bay's defense. Yari Alexander probably going to be on Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, but Adam Thielen—it's just not going to be a great week for him um, as well. TJ Hawkinson, another guy I don't like the matchup against Philadelphia. Uh, I do think TJ could be decent this season overall, uh, but but really, you know, TJ Edwards is who I'm I'm potentially thinking is going to be you know, guarding him if he's going out for passes. And again, it's Detroit. You know, Detroit, I am very intrigued by Detroit this week uh, or this season in general. Um, But I just, I don't like the matchup at all. TJ Edwards, a great linebacker. Um, Anyway, and lastly, but not least, uh, Mike Gusecki and just another guy, you know, he should have Kyle Duggar on him. If, if he's going out, Kyle Duggar, uh, New England safety, not linebacker, but safety, um, should be guarding him. And I I mean, there was potential for him to be moved this offseason um, or even before the season started. So I'm not really sure, you know, what that's really going to be about. And it came out during training camp that they were having him block a lot more than he usually does. So that kind of also is concerning about how many passes and targets is he actually going to see? So I would definitely not play Mike Isecki. Now, if you drafted these tight ends, I'm assuming you only drafted one. Um, if not, that's fine. You can draft two if you want. I only draft one. Um, but if you, if you drafted two, play your backup or play your opposite, whoever, whoever else it is, um, you know, play them. Um, some guys, if you do want to look at some decent matchups, Pat for is a good option. Hunter Henry is a good option. Um, uh, Hayden Hayden Hurst isn't a bad option. Cincinnati playing against uh, Pitt. Moali Cox is very interesting against Houston. And, uh, you know, Mark Andrews, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard's going to be huge. Um, and then Dalton Schultz as well. These are guys that I would definitely be playing this week. Dalton Schultz, uh, Dallas Goddard, Mark Andrews, Moali Cox, um, Robert Tanyan, even. And Hayden Hurst. These are some guys that, you know, Hunter Henry, another one. These are guys that have some pretty decent matchups this week that you can play. On top of that, let's talk some wide receivers that have some good matchups. Jarvis Landry, I think, against the Falcons has a pretty solid matchup. I know he's new to the Saints, but the Saints, this whole entire Saints team is going to be vastly different this year. We don't know what we're going to see in Michael Thomas. I am not a Chris Olave guy. I think. Jarvis Landry is the only one that's proven to me in the past few years that he's actually a good wide receiver, and I think he's still extremely underrated. So Jarvis Landry is going to be could be a very solid option this week. Amari Cooper, I'm still, dude, I like Amari Cooper. Everybody's like down now on this whole entire offense for Cleveland because Deshaun Watson can't play. Jacoby Brissett, he's fine. He's a capable quarterback. He is definitely not by any means to Sean Watson, um, personally or on the field, uh, which is anyways. Um, but I'm really not nervous about him and Amari Cooper. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be able to make a good connection and Amari Cooper is a very good wide receiver and it's going to be able to come off the back of the Nick Chubb cream hunt. You know, they're going to be running that ball first and it's just going to really open up that passing game. Carolina's defense wasn't bad last year. I'm just it's Carolina, I, and then I'm intrigued to watch this game, obviously with the the Baker Cleveland thing. Um, but uh, anyways, the, that, that those should be really good matchups as well. Some other guys that are pretty interesting is uh, Devonta Smith. I do think Philadelphia, obviously, if you're if you got AJ Brown, that's going to be um, really awesome for you as well. But I think Devonta Smith is going to be a really good option for you. I think a deep cut would be Tyler Boyd. Uh, I do like Tyler Boyd this week against Pitt as well. And and also I like Brandon Ayuk uh, again against Chicago. Everybody I know, Debo, 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 I have been talking Brandon Ayuk this whole entire offseason, ever since that connection you saw in practice. They really talked about it in training camp. We'll see if it comes to fruition. But I'm I'm really I don't like Debo this year just because of the he doesn't want to rush. And that's what made him um you know a top five wide receiver. He finished number three last year. I, I really think Brandon Ayuk, if 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 he does truly have that connection with Trey Lance, he could have a really big year this year. Last but not least, let's jump into for a couple of running backs. One guy that I'm really wanting to play this week, Antonio Gibson. I know he almost lost his job through training camp. Um, unfortunately, he has it back, and that's not because he doesn't deserve it, but just because of the situation that took place. But the dude's playing freaking Jacksonville this week. I mean, yeah, I don't like Washington's offense, um, mostly just because of Carson Wentz, but I think Antonio Gibson, if he can hold on to the freaking football, he could have a phenomenal week this week, again, going against Jacksonville. And then a running back to look at your flex, if if you're really looking for a flex option at running back, I like Kenneth Gainwell this week, again, Philadelphia going up against Detroit. Obviously, I'm not a Boston Scott fan. I'm not a Miles Sanders fan. Kenneth Gainwell, this might be his breakout that we've kind of been waiting for. We really thought it was going to happen last year. It just really didn't. And it might come to fruition this season. Uh, He really out of the backfield, you know, should get plenty of targets in this game. So look out for uh, for Kenneth Gainwell. Starting next Saturday evening around 7, just between 7 and 7.30, we will be doing Start Sits live off of our Twitter page. So please come and join us. You can find us on all of our social media pages, first and foremost, at TheMonstersFB. But come follow us, ask us your questions, come hang out with us. We're, like I said, we're going to be live hanging out with you guys, answering any of your questions for this that coming week. So don't miss out. And again, guys, that's your Start Sits. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your host, Caleb. And I am going to catch you next time. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heating on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster.